Wow, that was actually decent. That was like a jungle language, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. Tribal beats. It is. I wonder what I said and to who. I know. Very curious. He probably committed a sacrifice for on behalf of me. On, on behalf of you? Yeah. You, like, <laughs> offered me. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to die in a volcano because of your gibberish. <laughs> Ugh. I will never let that happen. We'll see. The Martini Wow. Entertaining, irreverent, and hysterical. Hard hit it. Is it? Mostly. <laughs> what about you guys? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's that for? Well, don't put our address on a profile. Bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. What? Oh, what are we saying? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey. Oh, That's all just I got. one for you. One hey. <clears throat> That was half ass. I'm that one hay. I'm too cold for more than one It's hay. so fucking cold. Listen, winter sucks. It bites. It does. And this is, I have to say, this is for you people who mm-hmm. do, we do, we one. are not in California. No, not we yet. We are in the Northwest where they have snow. Yeah, and cold. And super cold. And the worst part is that it's like, the high is 28, mostly. Oh, in, the yeah. t- in the 20s. The high is yep. in the 20s. Yep. And then it goes down in the single digits. When I get up in the morning, it's yeah. like four. Yeah, I know. It's bad. Four it's degrees. Bad. It's bad. There, so, I, yeah. And the worst part is that I don't think this is the worst of it yet because we still haven't even hit January. Nope, it is and not. And once we hit January, Listen, then it gets down into single digits almost all day. We're just now getting into the shit because it's been snowing all week and it's, uh, we're expecting I love the snow, six yeah. more inches tomorrow. Love it. So the storms are coming <clears throat> and yeah. they're not leaving. Well, people driving in the winter piss me off. That's bullshit. But snow is so pretty, and I love it on the mountains, so I can That's agree different. to have it there. That is different, yeah. I can agree not to have it on the streets. Yeah, if no. If they only fucking plow the streets, yeah. we'd be fine. And when it you know? freezes over, everybody's stupid. Oh, my no. God. Listen, but, I you know, I don't want it to freeze over anyways, grumpy. for but my sake. Every time know. it gets cold, I'm like, next year, I, I don't have to worry about watch the one sunshine Uh -uh. (laughs) once we move to la it'll be the first year that it snows (laughs) down there and it's a storm and it's this record-breaking thing don't even give that life how incredible would that be but you know that everyone would stay home and we'd be like yeah fuck it newbies let's go 10 million people don't know how to do it but we're gonna go if it spits snow over there everybody shuts down down. no one goes out closed like no one places are closed yeah Yeah. Yeah. close the freeway you're like bro it's a half an inch that's awful (laughs) just clear that it's gonna melt in a second drive right over no i know ridiculous people i know anyways we uh we went to an amazing movie. I am just. I read. Anyways, it's an amazing movie. Yeah, I'm it's gonna good go stuff. Out I that. like it. I don't know. I, I I hear people have mixed reviews. I don't. I've hear read their them reviews, and they're I don't wrong. care for them. Thank no. you. Um, we saw The Greatest Showman. Yes, it was fun. It, it was, was a good was movie, fun. and it was emotional. It, it and was. they they played it really well. Yeah. It made you cry a few times, for yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 I was thinking about it. The only critique I could find for it, I mean, it, I, I will put aside the fact that Hugh Jackman's voice is not my favorite. Fine. Yeah, exactly. I'll put that aside. They did it better, made it work like for I this said. one. Exactly. Yeah. This was no lay Miz. No. And that one him. hurt a lot. That one hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I could say, but it made sense to me because it was meant to be more theatrical, I guess, was um, how from time to 
time they jumped so quickly like they'll say something about oh we're gonna go visit the queen next scene is you're at buckingham palace and there yeah, was there no in between it's like boom yes. there you are and i'm like okay and this is theater you I get definitely yeah i get that. you definitely had to go you with a theater mentality kind of, yeah i, yeah, I said i was talking to somebody at work today yeah who was telling me how they didn't like it yeah. and i told them to list the things they didn't right. like and i said i am going to tell you why you're wrong right but one mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. i agree and it was the only point in the movie that i thought because uh, I can suspend disbelief if right. I, if the if it's a beautiful movie, and yeah. I'm in love with Zac Efron. Oh like, yeah, yeah, totally. I, yeah. Love I will totally Zac have his Efron. children. Okay, but oh no, I'm I did go. <laughs> they did not develop the love story at all <laughs> between him and Zendaya. They did, it was very it was like yeah. all of a sudden, and I'm like, oh, it was kind of subdued. Yeah, are they in love? Yeah. Oh, and it's this big moment. It was and I'm subtle. Just like, oh. It was subtle. It was very subtle. Yeah, because you could see like little glances yes, but it and hit little just this and little that. Tiny, and, and then all of a sudden, it it's all. like boom. Well, yeah. but that's how I felt about most of the movie. I thought it was a little fast paced in that fact that they didn't give things like that attention yeah they didn't yeah. really give the whole um yeah, okay well it, i guess i don't want to give you spoilers but they didn't give a lot of things attention in terms of relationships no yeah and yeah, you're yeah. like how did this happen and how did they yeah what about this yeah. really i want to dive in and it was yeah. just quick okay we're done and there's yeah. a moment where someone has to forgive someone and it was quick it was just like oh cool and what's Moving fascinating on. about that because first of all still absolutely i would go yeah. see it eight more times oh absolutely but what's fascinating about that aspect which mm. is what she was complaining about and so i can see it quick, quick quick was these are the same uh composers who did la la land and but that a one is writer, opposite yeah but i would say they developed that so well because and i think it's because that one focused just on the two people yeah it was, it was, and it was one about very direct their, love story about their right relation. yeah direct but yeah. here i think that there's so many stories and themes which yeah. i appreciate but i wish that they were just delved into yeah. more because there are you could find like three or four themes within the movie and you're oh, like this yeah. is what it's about yeah. no this is what yeah. it's about and it's a love story no it's not it's yep. about human rights yeah. whatever yeah you know? so it's like so many things in there Listen. yes give it more attention and please. in the end love yeah love. Well, yeah yeah absolutely love love, love. love is a very yeah. good overall but you're right as, but as a musical yeah there's forgiveness in my in me Right, and you know what? I love the soundtrack. Oh, um, you and I both amazing. downloaded it. It's I've been so listening to it uh, nonstop. It's amazing on, on, on my car ride home yeah. and back. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Yes, it's good stuff. So. I am there. So see we it. highly recommend go out, run uh, out, and see it. It's it's worth it. That's right. Or um, trapeze out or whatever. <gasps> yes, do Get, that. I don't know. Do something circusy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> do <laughs> there it. You go. And then that way, you know, you just yeah. cartwheel. I don't care. Cartwheel. There. Yeah. That's an easy one. Mm-hmm. I can't cartwheel. I by will the way. break my hand. I could as a kid. Yeah. I got older and like somersaulting is weird and really? cartwheeling is is not as easy or right. graceful. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess I guess as a kid it's just easier. Well, I guess you do it all the time, so yeah. it's just like, oh, it's part of my everyday. Yeah, totally. I I get that. I know. So the other thing we want to talk. Okay, so we're gonna talk to this really really cool guy. Mm-hmm. He's an he's an actor. Right. Um, he's done many things, as mm-hmm. we'll talk about in the interview. But he also has a podcast. So. Kindred spirits. Oh obviously. yeah! Anytime someone has a podcast, it's like, oh, we are brethren. The same. We, we are, are brethren same. of the same blood. Blah, exactly. blah, blah, blah. All of that. Yeah. Well, his podcast. He's an actor. This one. This love about him. Mm. So, in everything you read about, his podcast is called The Well, mm-hmm. and it's all about, you know, what does it take for these artists that they talk to? What is it that they do outside of their art that gives them 
that fuels them. Right. You the know, inspiration, yeah, the source. That they the go well. to the well. Right. Yes, to draw from. So that they can be. Yeah. And so he wants to talk about that. And then everything you read, he talks about, um, it's not the same old interviews with actors. Uh, and I'm like, yeah. girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but neither are ours. No, I feel no, like you not. think ours are, but they're not. I don't think they are because we're pretty awesome. We're amazing. But, you know, okay. But, when I heard the well, um, I wished that it was like people are. It's almost like the drinking fountain at work. It's like the water cooler. Oh, where, where they go. I yeah. wish it was like people go to the well, they gossip in the 1800s, be, and I was come back. I say, that would be such yes. an old reference. <laughs> I know, but how great to take us back to and, the time when people go to the well to gossip. And they should, like, all have weird that. accents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super high, high England pretentious. Well, I do have to say that yeah. I think for the first time I read up on, and this is so off subject, I read That's up on true. what Boxing Day is. Oh, yeah. Because, of course, we, we know some lovely British people. And I'm like, and they're all talking about how they had Christmas. Oh, but now they have to also celebrate Boxing, Boxing Day. And I'm like, what, yeah, the fuck? what the fuck is that? I only right. have Christmas. I need to figure this out. So <gasps> Boxing Day is the most pretentious <laughs> holiday it, it, ever. It, it is, though. Because yeah. of where it came from. So it came from back in the day in England mm-hmm. when the lords of the manors. Would uh, <laughs> their servants would have to work for them obviously on yeah. Christmas because their family is priority, right? Uh, and so the next day, the day after Christmas, they mm-hmm. would allow the servants to go home to their families for the day, and they would present them with a Christmas box that had goodies or whatever, and it say, "Thank you for being my servant for the past year. Wow, you are allowed to see your family now." And then one day, and then one get day. your ass then, back because yeah, right I have some things to clean. And so that's where Boxing Day came from. Wow. I never knew that. I never knew that. I and I'm like, awesome. wow. I mean, it's not awesome that <laughs> the whole I great for them to get mm. such a gesture in there, but mm. you guys were dicks anyways. Yeah, it was I, so like, oh. What's weird is okay, so then what did the uh, the American South in the 1700s, whatever, what did they do for their slaves? No. Nothing. See, and if they we didn't do that, ever made any damn, that is not okay. Not right. okay. Right. So I, I mean, listen, Brent, right. I'm, I'm, I'm not British. Saying. I don't know how it went down, just but saying. it just seems, it seems a it little seems like a little, mm. yeah. It's a first huh. of all outdated. Why are we yeah. still doing that? Yeah. Um. Second of all, what? but let's be honest. Yeah. It, slavery in America was shit. It was a lot worse than so, than, than servants and I do not think they completely. were. They were. I do not completely. think they were like sure. okay. you can have the day off. No, no, because they were dicks. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I don't think they got very I don't many think days I was good. Yeah, over in England, I'm like, what? Oh, but yeah. it does make me think of The Crown, which is on oh, I Netflix. Love it. And I love Another good show. show. I know. Should and I wonder know. if the Queen did Boxing you know, Day. And I want to know, yeah, I want to know, did she give her people the day off? I feel like the Queen gave people days off more often. But she too. had people rotate out in it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> they alternated days off. Listen. Never. We, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're telling you. We know how to run a business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen. Listen that's take you your day, and then uh, Janet yeah. will do the opposite I, day. <laughs> exactly. But Karen yeah. and finance. Make sure you're on no. the schedule. We can't have more than three at a time. <laughs> exactly. Okay? And there's 500 of you, so pick. Go see Karen and finance, <laughs> and she'll talk to you about holiday pay. Exactly. That's how uh, this feels. Oh, I know. So oh, anyways. So back to the well. Oh, the well. It's Where? so great. Yeah. What do you do? Um, Where do you go? I think just just us. Like, I think <laughs> being... No, I, I think it's true. I mean, Listen. watching TV and watching what the, you know, what, what these creative people do um, gets me inspiration. It, yeah, yeah. Um, I think hanging out with creative people it's draws that inspiration yeah. for me. Agreed. Um 
I don't know. I, I, I just naturally vibrate on this creative wave. So it's kind of just like, you know, it's easy for me. I don't know what you remember, want from remember me. I'm how just we great were, at this. How we were talking about pretension earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Like, I am I don't just know. pure creativity. You know what? I am. People come to me for their inspiration. <laughs> That's what. True. <clears throat> true. It's true. No, but what do you do? What is your What is your well? What's your well? I do think it's funny that you're like, you know, it's us. Because it basically is. It, is. it is. Because here's yeah, the thing. They're, you, it's just fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to explain it. I can tell you that the reason <laughs> this works is because we truly do mm-hmm. yeah. have a good time. We do. And we That's like each other even when we turn the <laughs> mic off. And so you're right. Cause, mm-hmm. But you're like... and. Like when you get together with creative people, so maybe right. that's it. When right, we get right, right. On the mics, and we just go back and forth. Exactly. And we've done it for. It's, and that's and that's exactly it. it's just it's it's almost yeah, natural at this point. It it's is. Like, okay, and well, what do you want from every me? time I think about what we want to do next, yeah, for the brand or whatever, that gets me excited. Yeah. So that's its own little. I have a refueling system mm-hmm. that it just mm-hmm. conti- It's a circle. Yeah. It is. A, it's I, a closed loop. We'll there we'll you teach you. Yeah. We'll teach exactly. you a class. Anson, you can have us on. I know. Calm down. Have we'll, us on we'll, the well. well. Come on now. Fine. Whatever. Hanson whatever. Brandon the we'll the Branimal. Branimal. Yeah. Branimal. Which is his co-host for people mm-hmm. who are like, "What the fuck is John?" <laughs> Who's a Branimal? What the fuck is Listen. that? No. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. That's exactly. I'm right with you. Mm-hmm. And it does help if everyone like we have. This is sick. Mm-hmm. Sick and wrong. <laughs> so what really helps me is that I love business meetings. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> See, and it's sick, but it's true. I like those because we come out with a plan. Yes. Does that refuel my inspiration and creativity? <laughs> Probably not as much, but I like that we have a plan. Yes. It makes I me love, feel more solid. I love a plan. Yes. Yeah. I do have to say, anytime um, traveling for me is a big thing and being oh, in nature, like that. those two oh, things yeah. get my creative oh. energy really high up, too. Hiking is amazing. Yeah. So anytime I'm on a hike, outdoors, yeah, okay. on a trip, you, you know, that you kind that. of just gives me the, all beautiful. the ideas come through. And my mind is so clear, and it's nice. A cabin. So. A, oh, okay. So these are true statements. Yeah, these so. are true statements. You're right. Those are. I and I forgot about hiking because it's fucking snowing for 18 years, and so I haven't hiked. Sometimes those are the so best cold. kind of hikes. It's so cold. It is I cold, will though. be eaten by a bear mm-hmm. because I am a bear, so he will mm-hmm. be attracted. They're hibernating right now. Oh. You would know that. that. You're a bear. I have. Although, no time to did you know I, I I read this thing about bears. Um, we think that bears hibernate the whole three months and they just sleep in this little nice little right. burrow, blah, 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 whatever, and, and they yeah. come out in the spring. No, apparently they will wake up maybe once every week, a few times a month to go out, to poop, to kind of walk around, come back in. They stretch their legs and stuff. And the, sometimes they'll go into a brand new place to sleep, but that's rare. Because they really do choose it. It's like, you know, they yeah. found a crib. They don't want to. Yeah, right? They're on a lease. They yeah, have three they, months. Yeah, okay? they paid that shit. Yeah, they paid that shit. They can't afford so, to pay on more than but one yeah, they'll cave. go out, they'll pee, they'll poo, and then they'll come back in. I didn't know that. I know. Is it like us when we wake up and like you don't want to open your eyes completely because you just want to pee and not wake up? You know what? I think it is. Stumble back to I your. I think it is to your den yeah it's kind of like in the middle of the night you're like oh yeah i'll take care of this but i'm coming back and falling asleep yes yes so you don't wake up so you're just like kind of yeah because that's how i see bears yeah me too they're just like oh whatever no cute though um hello we're gonna uh i say it every week now uh gonna be down at uh, palm springs for ibc international bear conference and I can't wait to see those bears because they won't be hibernating. No, that Ooh. they just come out of it. Exactly, they have just and coming they are out. Ready? Yeah, they have and, a lot of energy. California. Hmm. Yeah, and they're hungry. Yeah, 
the bear state. Mm-hmm. Yes. See? Yes. Oh, See, that's why. This go. is why I have to be there. This mm-hmm. is why. That's true. My uh, it's, people it's, have been calling me. It's uh, custom made. It's very, yes. it's perfect for you. Right? Oh, goodness. Yeah. That's all I got to say. You know what? Okay. Maybe, 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 maybe we'll actually talk maybe. to Anson. Now. I don't know. We so. we talk a lot. <laughs> no, Anson's super fun. So yeah, let's let's get like to him. it. Let's do it. You may know actor Anson Mount from the five seasons of the hit AMC show Hell on Wheels, or you may have caught him on Marvel's Inhumans this fall. In any case, he is certainly he has that intensity that sticks with you. But if you want to know what it feels, what fuels his creative drive, you can catch his podcast, The Well, with co-host, writer, director, editor, and everything else you can do in film, the Branimal Brandon Edkins. They delve into the creative source behind what makes people tick. Now, we suggest you sit back, tune in, and have that cocktail as we welcome Anson and Brandon. How are you, boys? Boys. Hey, uh, Brandon couldn't make it. That is okay. Rude. You know what? So rude. It's over. It, I yeah, mean, we're done here. I, I feel- <laughs> <laughs> we're okay. That's okay. Well, you're, we're still going to ask you questions about everything, including the well, because it's a fun show to listen to. So It really is. But you get to be the man that answers all the questions now. Okay. All right. I'll do that. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Here we go. So, how, how, yeah, how go can I help you? <laughs> It was customer service. I I love this. Well, before we get to the podcast, um, let's start with the two big TV shows that you've been a part of. So they're two very different characters because AMC's Hell on Wheels um, and then your most recent Inhumans, I mean, they're completely opposites. One's superhero, one's kind of Wild Westy. You really know how to commit commit to those roles. What's what's different in how you prepare and, and go about those roles for you? Well, I mean, you know, I, I'm kind of, um, I like to say I'm attracted to oh shit roles. Oh, nice. <laughs> Good. The roles that, that I read and I go, oh shit, how yeah, am I right. going to do this? <laughs> um, so I kind of feel like, you know, so many, so many actors, they talk about their technique and I'm like, I, what, technique? I don't, I feel like every, every role I get, I have to reinvent what I do in order to do it. At least that's what I like to feel like. I like to feel a little bit in panic. So uh-huh. yeah. um, <clears throat> with uh, Hell on Wheels, I just, you know, I did a lot. Of, I, I I just went back and st- I got, I really did my research into Westerns and sort mm-hmm. of like thinking, I, li- I like to think a lot about genre and the reason why things exist for us and why we're into them. And, right. um, you know, I, I had fortunately I'd watched a lot of Westerns growing up. And, and, um, I don't know, I learned about it as I, as I went, but there were certain things that I, I knew very clearly. And one of them was, was that, you know, you don't, you don't, you, you can't talk too much in a Western. <laughs> the, Western is about, <laughs> right. the Western is about the gut. And unfortunately right. in TV, most, most TV talks too much. And <laughs> so I, I got into a habit of cutting trying to cut dialogue and, 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 you know, I, I, I think I pissed off some writers along the way, but, um, it was, in, it was important. Uh, I, I, the Gatons who created the show were, were, they would always say to me that mm-hmm. I, that I was the only actor they've ever worked with who asked for fewer lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's and a lot the, shows um, on your face for sure. What's that? A lot shows on your face for sure. When, when you watch you on screen. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I, I think most dialogue is unnecessary anyways, uh, <laughs> at least in film. 
And so then with, um, you know, the, the superhero gig, um, I was just really attracted to the idea of playing a role that, um, where I, I had to create a sign system to, to even communicate. That was a, that was a very clear tightrope walk that I was going to have to, to figure out. And I'm attracted to stuff like that. And so yeah. I thought it would be fun. And it was. Well, you really, from what I read, you really went in depth creating your own sign language. Like, didn't you write like a 50 page, like synopsis of this language you created? No, not really. What I did is I was, I was keeping, uh, I was, I was making, um, Sorry, my 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 fiance's sister just got here and they're oh. fawning over the dogs. Oh. <laughs> That's because they're adorable, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's all I have to say. And uh, so, what, no, what I did basically is I had to, um, you know, I, I I was convinced I wanted to make the sign system real. I didn't want to just fake it, so right. I, I had to actually create something. And in order to keep that consistent from show to show, I needed to keep like a glossary of of what the language oh, was yeah. and, and with pictures and videos and, and I had to keep it consistent for the, um, surrender Swan who's playing my wife and translator as well. Right. So <clears throat> I just kept track of it and it ended up being about 50 pages in Google docs. And, Whew. uh, that's yeah, commitment. I, I don't know. I, I, I like that geeky kind of stuff. Right. Right. <laughs> the in-depth, the commitment, the research portion of it. Yeah. Well, What's what yeah. what's interesting with shows like this? I mean, uh, it, it's this variable that pops up, which is the fan base, and it's so separate from the actual work that you do. But it's what really drives it. I mean, it keeps it going. And anytime you even touch a comic book franchise, it goes to a whole new intensity level. I mean, comic book fans are are one of a kind. They're amazing. What has that experience been like being part of a comic book, you know, franchise and having that fan base? It's been, it's been interesting, right? <laughs> uh, you know, they're a very they're they're very vocal fan sure, base. Sure. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, it it's it's been like I mean I'm I was a Marvel kid. You know I have I I still you know I wrote letters to Stanley when I was a kid, so I understand it and I get it. Um, going to Comic Con was the best part of the job for me, and getting to meet those people who are. They just have such a genuine love for, for what it is that you do, and um, that was, that was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, working for a company like Marvel, it's um, it's a bit like working for the CIA sometimes. I have to say, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I guess for a very good reason, uh, but uh, I guess I'm still I'm still trying to to, to figure that one out. <laughs> well, what's also fascinating is these amazing fans, uh, you know, that come out to all of the events and they're so rabid about uh, when these things become adapted for the screen, but they can also be kind of judgmental at times. And what I find fascinating is I read an article, you have a very balanced way, it seems, of addressing it because you've said in an article that once your work is done, that's all you can do. And no amount of searching your name is going to change your fate. How long did it take you to get to that level of therapy is what I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, you know, I, I got very lucky in that I, uh, my first gig out of school was um, Terrence McNally's Corpus Christi, the original mm-hmm. production, mm-hmm. which uh, charts the course. Of, I don't know if you know the play, but it, it charts the course of uh, uh, a gay, a young gay man from Texas and his life sort of 
charts, it goes along, it mirrors the life of Christ. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that, that <clears throat> obviously rubs a lot of people the wrong way. And right. there are death right. threats and blah, 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 oh, blah, blah, blah <laughs> crap. And, and so I think it was that experience that made me realize, you know, I, <laughs> my job is not to worry about that. My job is to be on the stage and to play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's why I do this. It's, it, you know, it's not, you know, it's, it's called a play for a reason. It's not called an emote <laughs> right. Or, a, right. or a, or a, it's not called a worry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Play. Right. Yeah, totally. So that's the reason I'm an actor. If I wanted to worry, you know, I'd, I'd be a philosopher or something. Right. Or, or my mother. Yeah. You could do either one. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, that, that's about right. Yeah. You know. Just say. Well, Anson, you seem to have this very you know, cerebral and thoughtful view on being an artist and, and being creative. Um, and same with uh, Brandon. And how did the two of you link up to, to get the well started, which is your podcast right now? Well, Brandon's my best friend. Uh, we we uh, went to this, we were in the same class at Sewanee, yeah. Uh, yeah. which is our, our undergraduate institution in Tennessee. Uh, we literally, we met. Uh, first semester of our freshman year, uh, at, we were both drunk after a, uh, <laughs> a play, right. <laughs> uh, a cast party for a play where he had been doing special effects makeup and, mm-hmm. and I'd been a spear carrier or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was in the men's room and I, I heard from the stall next to me, I heard somebody start the, the, um, bass line to Danzig's, uh, I am the one. And I started singing the lyrics, <laughs> and then the bass line kept going. Yeah. And then he, you know, I flushed and he flushed, and I we came out of stalls, and it was Brandon, <laughs> and we sang the rest of the song, and we've been friends ever since. That was, you know, that was God. We're that was twenty five years ago. Wow. wow. Well, I More. mean, twenty six <laughs> years ago. Yeah. If there's a sign, then that's it. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's just how you make your friends. That's awesome. It's also the greatest story. It's I the know, greatest right? story you can he's, tell at cocktail parties. Yeah. He's, he's without a doubt the smartest person I've ever met. He oh, has sure, an yeah. encyclopedic mind. And so when, you know, I've been hip-pocketing this idea for a while. And so when I decided to do it, I was like, you know, I told my fiance, I said, you know, I really think I want to do this with Brandon. Uh, I, I think that, you know, He's the most curious mind I, I know, and we, we love excuses to hang out more, and this would be great. So right. I asked him to join me, and it's, it's been, it, was a, it was the best decision I made. See, that's amazing. I didn't even like this guy over here, but, you know, we did it anyways. And now, <laughs> now we're friends. No, and so one of the fascinating things about The Well is you would not, you could not tell by listening to it that this basically just started back in September because it's so well put together. It's amazing, yeah. It's fun to listen to. So, first of all, what was that concept like to to bring the show in? How did you get, I know he's an award-winning editor, and you guys just have that interview style down. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I, as I said, I, I've been hip-hopping the idea for a while, and it, what it came out of is that, you know, sort of being on the celebrity side of the microphone for a little while, I finally started thinking to myself, why is everybody asking me the same fucking questions? Right. I'm, I'm getting so tired of the same right. thing over right. and over again. Why are people, and I literally, you can literally tell when people, people are leading old interviews with you yeah. and then asking the same question. Right. I'm mm-hmm. like, how brain dead do you have to be yeah. to, just, to just work in that way? And totally. so I, I wanted to do an interview. The original idea was to do an interview show 
with celebrities, but not asking about the thing we already know that they do, but asking about the thing that we didn't know that they do. So like their hobby or right. their, you know, the thing that they do to escape everything. And we've kept to that. Like I've got a great upcoming interview that I, I'm still going to be working on for a while with uh, Cynthia Rowley. Oh yeah. Just talked about surfing. Oh wow! Talked about surfing the the entire time, and 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 the reason why I'm hanging on to it is because she was going to take me surfing, and she still hasn't. Uh, And (laughs) I'm determined (laughs) that we're going to do that when it's warm again. Yeah, yeah. But um, that that is it's expanded into the idea about um, sort of episodes about people who who think outside the box Mm -hmm. and succeed in that way. So. Mm You know the classic example is you know the coach the co- coach June Jones episode the football coach mm-hmm. who you don't you don't usually think about creativity when you think about coaching no, but right right you know this guy is a genius uh, right. the way he he took a the lowest ranked team in the NCAA and then in one season with the same roster had them winning the Western Conference right. um, so we just try to come at that subject from as many angles as possible. And, you know, obviously I'm going to have to send you guys a clip of our newest episode, which is about the martini. Oh, I know. That's my, my, uh, I know. I just perked up. But, uh, no, uh, one of, so Leon Ingalls, who, who plays, Hmm. um, Bendix, um, Colonel Bendix in the, in, in, uh, Hell on Wheels, actually happens to be a friend of mine, an old friend of mine. We went to graduate school together. And um, he just also happens to be not only an aficionado in the martini, but he happens to be, even though he's, you know, six foot four, red haired, of Norwegian stock, he happens to be one of the world's greatest Japanese translators. And, and, uh, and he, he got this idea um, to do a play that, you know, the idea was what if we had a martini ceremony that was as serious as the Japanese tea ceremony? Oh, I mean, so oh, that's perfect. With his, you know, he, what, what that, what that bought him is yeah. the ability to make a, a martini bar and write it off on his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, he became a martini expert. And so we, we were like, immediately we we're like, yeah, no, this has to be an episode. So, oh, yeah. so, Leon brought over a huge mm-hmm. backpack full of his stuff, and we did a very long session that ended with a 24-hour hangover for all of us. Oh my god! And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be our Christmas episode. Oh, oh that's brilliant! I love it. And it is the greatest holiday episode. Oh, Anything right. to do with the hangover. Thank you. Yes. And the the best part <laughs> about that is you answered uh, uh you you gave us an answer for a question we didn't even know we were ready I to know. ask. A martini ceremony. Thank you. That's Thank, it. That's it. We're done. We're doing live shows and we're doing uh, that yeah. on every show. Society has reached its final form. <laughs> Come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, he quite, you know, what's great, what's great about the episode is he claimed yeah. with, with supporting uh, facts that the right. martini is the great American drink. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, this is borne out in several different ways, um, having to do with we don't know where the martini is from. Right. Kind yep. of a bastardized drink. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it has a, a mystique to it. Uh, right. And we've adopted it in in so many ways, and it, it's really it's a martini time right now. Right, you know there yes. are the there's a lot of underground martini bars in New York, and I'm sure other places. Where are you Where are you guys at? You're we're in, in the Oregon. north. We're northwest. northwest mm-hmm. So 
The opposite side of the state from Seattle. Yep. Yeah. Washington. Yep. Okay. Right, 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 right. And we have some great martini bars. Oh, yeah. It is beautiful. Yep. Lots of martinis. Mm. (laughs) Why did you guys decide to name your... Why did you guys decide to name your podcast The Martini Lounge? You know what's so funny is... So, for years, we did a radio show that was a little more political. It was a two-hour long thing. And we decided to retire it and go into podcasting. And we had talked to so many amazing like uh, actors and singers, and we thought we just want to create a show where you sit back with a cocktail and just have a conversation. A, co- a cocktail and alcohol. Lounge. I mean, right. yeah, a little cocktail lounge. And so yes. we just threw that, and it kind of just took off for us. Right. I love that you just interviewed yeah. us. That was beautiful. I know. Way to turn the tables. <laughs> that's a that's a great idea. You know, like because like, that episode of all of you, you know, Brandon and I don't always do the interviews together, but right. that one. We were determined to to be together, and we, you know it, it. Like, but we it was a four term, it was a four martini evening. Oh, oh nice! Uh, <laughs> the fourth one, I think it, the fourth one ends with Brandon and Leon at yeah. the kitchen counter. Oh my god! Talking talking about politics while I'm passed out on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> See that to me, that that's to a me good is night, the yeah. perfect that, night. Right. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it goes. Well. You know what I love about The Well so much, and, and this is the mind-blowing thing about all interview podcasts, is it's kind of that you know, the amazing creative people that you get to talk to and meet, and the two of you, I mean, the Martini Lounge, I mean, the Martini episode sounds super amazing, and, and you talk to Pulitzer uh, Prize-nominated author and biologist Dr. Dave Haskell, and one of our favorite, Reggie Watts. Love him. Love him. And that's that's so amazing because you get that inspiration directly from your work. So what what has been the most inspiring interview thus far for you? Wow, um, it's a I thinker. Mean, God, yeah, it's I so know. hard to answer. You know, the next one I'm going to start cu- 